Jonathan Majors is in hot water. Speaking of hot, we get our first look at Elemental. One of my favorite movies is getting the anime treatment. A character might be returning to the MCU. We talk our thoughts on D&D and a whole lot more. (laughs) Welcome to the map. Hello all, and welcome to another episode of Monday Madness with Morgan and the Machine. We're here again talking all the fun things. We weren't here last week. We had things going on, but we are back on our beautiful Monday, talking all of the fun, interesting things in the world of movies and pop culture. Hi, Morgan. How you doing? Hi, and don't mind me. (laughs) I'm just having my drink. You're Um, just the dungeon? (laughs) I am the dungeon today. I am dungeon, and you are dragon, and that's yes. how today works. Um, who is the better dragon, Janine, or dragon from Shrek? There's a question for everybody. Please I mean... comment if you're if you're on YouTube <laughs> watching this on YouTube. Please comment Janine <laughs> or dragon from Shrek. I think dragons dragons cuter than me, so. I would dispute that, but <laughs> then again, I'm not Eddie Murphy's donkey, so perhaps he would also dispute that. I'll and... still forever be deprived that we didn't get to see what Dragon looked like during the transformation situation. That's true. He's probably, what, yes. like a unicorn, I think? That's a good point, actually. I've never thought about that. Why have I never thought about that before? We should have done. Where was Dragon at this point? Back at the castle? Probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's where Dragon lives. Being, you know, in in stages of pregnancy, presumably. Yeah. At this point. After having had unnecessary relations with a donkey. With a donkey. Yeah. Interesting. That's how Shrek works, everybody. That's how Shrek works. Um, but no, you are right in saying we weren't here last week, Janine. Um, so we're, we're all okay. How are you? How am I? How are they? How are we? Is what we like to say. And I'm all okay. We weren't here last week. We we have been busy. Yes. It's, it's safe to say our weekends, which are our, our usual recording times, of, of course, have been relatively busy over the past uh, few weeks, really. Yes. Um, I, I, I had a very interesting last <laughs> week, actually, um, partaking in, in my cousin's, what we refer to as a, a stag do, which would be the North American bachelor party. Yes. Um, which lasted all weekend and, and was in a notoriously dingy part of the country. And it was a, 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 a we love, it was called We Love Ibiza. And obviously, this is club music and, and very much not your music and <laughs> very much not my not vibe my at all. <laughs> but it was actually quite enjoyable. I mean, it was, it's tough to describe what it was without using a lot of particular dialect that, of course, our worldwide viewers and listeners of, of Monday Madness aren't going to really understand. And this is not this is not your fault, dear listener. And dear well, viewer. I mean, I presume that there was a theme involved with this uh, bachelor party. Not really, not really. No, I mean, there was there was a there was a costumes on one of the nights, 
and it was well we were all dressed as pimps and he was the prostitute which i thought was the wrong way round really because there's usually obviously one yeah. pimp and and several prostitutes <laughs> yes not not that way right not 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 the not several pimps and there was 20 of us in total there oh wow including um, your dad and your this... brother right <laughs> yes my dad and my brother were also there um because <laughs> it was my cousin's it's my cousin's wedding in june he's getting married in june uh, in Italy, actually, so I'm, I'm going back to Italy for that, which is nice. It's, it's going Ooh. to be fun. Yeah. Um, but no, this um, this was a very messy weekend, really, full of full full of interesting characters of people. Yes. And sure. yeah, a varying messy degrees drunk of people. drunkenness. Yeah. <laughs> messy drunk people um, on a on a party weekend in a in a fairly notoriously dingy area so like you you, you have your picture you have a picture in your mind i'm i'm sure and it yes. was pretty much that but it was surprisingly rather enjoyable okay um, I, I did quite have i did have fun the music to be fair wasn't as heavy as I was expecting it Grating. to be, it was, it was <laughs> no, it wasn't great in kind of trancey techno <laughs> rave music. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was a little bit lighter than that, so it was quite okay. Good. Not pleasant, but when you've had a bit to drink, it's you get into it. Okay, and because Did you have a bit to drink. <laughs> well, yes, but this is this. <laughs> naturally comes with being on this sort of event doesn't it yes yes well, i'm glad you partook and you had fun and it wasn't as oh, no, miserable no, yeah. as kind of you were worried about no i did <laughs> i did i was surprised at myself really i was i was oh, good good i was surprised good. at myself so that's what i was doing last weekend which was why there was no possibility <laughs> no room of, to do a show of any such um, show unfortunately well the, weekend last before week. the, well, the weekend before that, uh, we were able to kind of squeeze in a shorter Monday show because I actually had a pretty fun experience, which I think I'm actually going to do a whole video chronicling more of the trip in detail. So I won't, you know, ramble on too much about it here. Uh, but I actually got the opportunity to go to some of the Scream filming locations. I uh, got tickets to go to the official Scream tour where we go to 261 Turner Lane, a.k.a. Stu's Farmhouse from the first Scream yeah. movie. And you actually get to do a full tour of the house and see kind of all the little filming spots of all the scenes from that final part of the movie. Uh, it's this big estate, the Spring Hill Estate, on the top of this hill in uh, an area called Tomales, California, which is very near to Santa Rosa and Sonoma, where they did film other scenes. So um, that whole kind of region, which is near San Francisco, maybe like an hour away from San Francisco, like 40 minutes from San Francisco, um, is the grocery store and the school and the okay. fountain. And so those are not like a part of the official tour, but I did find my way to those filming locations and took pictures there. So I will be probably doing a whole vlog video kind of showing off the pictures and talking about where I went and what I did. But the tour of the house was really cool. I dressed as Tatum. And so I was getting a lot of love on my Tatum cosplay. The actor who does kind of run around the house as ghost face during the tour was like, oh my gosh, I have to get a picture with you in the garage. So we took a really fun picture. 
Um, the family who actually owns the home, they sell wines and uh, cheeses that they make. Okay. So I actually did get a couple of uh, Scream uh, inspired scream wine. wines. Yes. Okay. This is so. interesting. Scream wine. <laughs> yes. So it's called. Face red. It's, <laughs> it's called Feeling Woozy. If you remember, you know, I'm feeling it's a It's called Feeling Woozy. Okay. Yes. So they have a blood red and I believe a ghost white. <laughs> so I got one of nice. each. Okay. Um, they were also selling a makeup palette signed by Jamie Kennedy. And it's called like Randy's Ooh. Rules. So each color is kind of like named for one of Randy's rules. Okay. Um, uh, we did buy some cheese as well. Um, and I got a, a poster signed by the Ghostface actor who was there, like a promotional picture of him at the at the house. So it was just a really fun experience. The tour, the the tour guides seem really passionate. They love doing this. They're really huge Scream fans. So, you know, their uh, passion was just kind of matching the passion of everyone there. And so it was just a lot of fun. They seem like really cool people. And it was just a really great experience. And like I said, I found my way to other filming locations. So it was cool getting to see where the school was, you know, the site they used for Woodsboro High and Tatum and Dewey's house. And um, of course the famous fountain. And so it was really great. And yeah. Santa Rosa is a very beautiful area of the police station. So it was just a really cool experience getting to be in the place where these people were and filmed. And cause you know, I'm a huge, huge scream fan. So it was really special. So I would love to go back and visit again and do the tour again. It was really fun. Uh, and it was a great experience. So that's what I was doing the weekend prior to your big party week. <laughs> See, you know, exciting things are exciting, aren't they? Yeah. We yeah, live such allowed. exciting lives. Oh, Morgan. certainly. Yes. We, we, we allow ourselves every once in a while to do things that aren't just doing these shows that we obviously love doing a lot. We certainly do. But, you know, sometimes we have to do other things as well and, and want yes. to do other things and, and venture out and, and do these kind of exciting trips and things yeah. like this. So we had some which, pretty uh, eventful weekends, which I think is fun. Yes. To get out and yes, do some and, things. And definitely, definitely. Before we uh, before we get into all these topics, we do have to uh, get into today because we have a hell of a lot to kind of mention, bring up, <laughs> yes. and give our opinion on. Actually, um, I did just want to mention that my sign today is "Let's Go Mets" because Yay. baseball season started, and it's obviously just been opening weekend of the twenty twenty three baseball season, so. I'm just going to leave it there. Let's go Mets. I Yay. am a New York Mets fan because I once went to one game <laughs> with our good friend Brandon Hanna and have since yeah. been a following Mets fan. I would like to point out I am not a plastic fan, as we like to refer to fake fans in, in Britain as. I am a genuine fan, if a little more casual than your average Queen's resident. Yeah, I mean, you were, like, spitting out information about the season and stuff, and I'm like, I didn't know you were about it all like that. I thought you were just No, like... no, I, I've been, I've <laughs> now been following Mets baseball for four years. Not like so, me. For, like, for they five have pretty years. colors well, five my team. <laughs> nearly five years now, properly, yeah. so. Wow, okay. I'm, uh, I'm hopeful... I'm hopeful last season ended on a 
real gut punch, really, to, yes. to lose out on the division <laughs> at the very last second and then have no mentality left, really, for any sort of playoff push Aww. that we maybe wanted to have. Um, and I think would have had a really strong one had had they won the NL East, but Atlanta are just annoyingly relentless. Yeah, and are well, likely to be again this season. So, so, well, so let's hope that the Mets can, <laughs> Yes, let's hope that the Mets can have a, a another good season, yeah. another good season, and continue to to build and continue to 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 grow. I mean, I would argue with anybody that says any other team has a better uh, group of starting pitchers than the Mets do. I, I really would. So I think on that front, the Mets are very strong. They have a good shot. Okay. Very, very strong. But um, no, let's not talk too much about that. But yes, um, Brandon, if, if, if you are watching and, uh, or listening or anybody else, of course... <laughs> Um, maybe wants a discussion about these things and probably teach me more about how to be a proper Mets fan because I don't obviously talk to anybody else about it so I'm just kind of yeah. forming, <laughs> trying to form my own opinions because nobody else in Britain cares about yeah. Mets baseball, baseball unfortunately well, there, there will be some people that do but no one where are they? They're not in to. my yeah. life <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know where they are. Um, so yeah, so I'd be very open, very open yes. to that, and maybe I have some, maybe I have some just wrong opinions, but that's because I probably don't know enough, really. Yeah. Um, which I don't dispute that I am not a die-hard fan. You know, I am a, I, I would say somewhat, somewhat casual, but certainly solid invested yeah that's my team i'm invested you know i'm okay. annoyed you know if you lose <laughs> when things don't go well yeah. when you win well yeah um and and look into things and want to know more about things and get excited get upset that edwin diaz is out for the damn season and things like this which i am very upset about it's not yeah it's horrible news but Aww. um yes let's get into actual more typical Monday Madness things. All right. Me, as there is plenty to get into. So let's get this topic out of the way so we can go yes. on to more positive things. Um, it has since uh, come out that Jonathan Majors was accused of essentially abusing his girlfriend or a woman. I don't think that's even been confirmed if it was actually his girlfriend. Um, I guess this. Uh, let's the, be careful in who we're naming. Yes. yes. Um, the report is they were in a cab together. He was getting a text message from a woman on his phone. She reached for the phone and he ultimately like hit her, strangled her, and she ended up in the hospital and he ended up being arrested. Uh, his lawyers has since come out saying that all of this is false, that the woman has recanted her uh, statement and, and her accusations, that basically the arrest was simply protocol when abuse is reported, then like police are, um, you know, it, it's protocol for them to make an arrest uh, in situations like that, despite really having all the facts at that point, I guess, is kind of what they were implying. Um, his lawyer says that there is, you know, uh, unequivocal proof showing that he's innocent, that nothing happened. 
Um, and then they, they said there's a video, there's witnesses, all of this. Um, but the only thing they've since come out with is a piece of information that doesn't really seem to clear much up. Um, text messages from her saying that um, she did take back her statements. She does still talk about that she's in the hospital. She does talk about that she has bruises on her and that she's told the, the appropriate people that nothing happened and that, you know, she trusts his team will be working on it and that she loves him and all of these things that could read like, okay, yes, nothing happened, but it could also read like abuse victim obliging her abuser. <laughs> so either way, I, I think the debate is still open. Those text messages don't really clear up much. It's a, it's a, it's, it's an unfortunate one, really, because there's been a number of other people who've come out with seemingly past experiences with him that don't paint him in a f- fantastic light. And this is this is depressing, really. Yeah, because this was a guy, a beloved actor on the rise, you know, so many on a, on such a rise. in his future. And um, just so likable and on this track to really, you know, do great and especially for a black man a black actor young yeah. black actor getting some success was kind of a, a really special thing so to see that maybe potentially allegedly he's not who you know we've seen him to be um of course we don't know this man we don't know anything about him uh on no, a personal we don't level truth or any falsity exactly so so on either side of the fence we don't know and and so i feel like just my whole point of these text messages is the lawyer has presented it like it's unequivocal proof and and a clear and it isn't and it isn't it still rises so many questions and it could it could be portrayed either way that he is innocent that she she is admitting that nothing happened um, but also it could be a victim just really obliging their abuser out of fear. So, you know, it could be read several different ways and doesn't really clear anything up. So if there is video, if there are witnesses that can speak to what happened, the cab driver can speak to what happened, that would, I think, be more clear evidence of of potentially clearing his name. But then at that point, is the damage already done? Is that going to affect his future? You know, he's kind of the future of the MCU. He's building that whole franchise well you know going forward you know regardless of that it's just if if it if it if it is true which of course we don't know with any certainty at this point then it 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 is just upsetting not not from a, a standpoint of he's the face of a big movie franchise or anything like that but from a standpoint of everybody in the public since he's continued to rise as a as a as a name has been completely behind just adoring him and yeah. just saying oh my god he seems like such a, a a nice person he seems like such a pleasant person um he's a really good actor yeah. more 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 please and for him to perhaps if this is true let's call it you know, let, let's say this, if this is true, he has ruined that. He has ruined that, crede- that career trajectory, which yeah. is sad to see with someone who could have gone so high. If it's not true, 
Great, continue. Yes, but I mean, if it is not true, is the damage already done? Has his has it already gone too far? Are there people who are going to believe in the back of their Possibly. minds that? It's Possibly. just kind of celebrity cover-up situations, you know, celebrities not really um, being held accountable and all of that. Possibly. Um, you know, there's so many narratives out there, narratives of, you know, a white woman, again, trying to to wrongfully accuse and bring yeah. down a black man. Yeah. And, um, you know, or it's, black it's a, men being abusers road. or, you know, just so many narratives out there about the situation. So, I mean, if his lawyers and his team have concrete proof, I think then show that proof and and we can move forward but if not then i, I it's it's disappointing it's really disappointing it's so, very disappointing yeah i i still think i think there's still too little information to really make a, a full opinion which people are already jumping the gun on making the opinion they and, are you know as, as you know believing do. the victim and then other people on the side of you know innocent until proven guilty and all of these i i just want to like stand back and and just wait for more information before even kind of forming any opinion on this situation yeah so. i i would i would i would agree with that i mean absolutely believe victims but that well there's no but to that believe victims there does need to be proof of them being an actual victim though there does yeah. so are you waving to somebody? <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> My sister and nephew are visiting in their in the backyard, waving at me through the window. Oh, that's very nice. That's yes. very nice. Um, yes. <laughs> but yeah, I um, it is just disappointing. Disappointment is where my mind is at, really, and I don't know. I don't know how else to think about that situation. Yeah. Just unfortunate i guess yeah. but um we'll wait and see i guess wait and see wait and yeah. see are these other things unfortunate though janina some some somehow i think not because we have the announcement of a of a live action princess and the frog movie yes which, which of I've course been... <laughs> was going to come at some point oh, because they'll do it with every disney movie yeah. won't mm -hmm. these they'll just transform things to to live action the uh, Splash Mountain at Disneyland has now become Tiana's, whatever it is. They're still building it, officially. working on it, but yeah, oh, they're still it's going building to it. Become like Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Um, I know Splash Mountain closed as Splash Mountain was obviously becoming that. So you know, yay, maybe interline. No, well, I suppose that'll be that'll be finished considerably before any sort of live action movie would be finished i was just going to suggest maybe releasing them both at the same time it's like hey let's see look new themed yeah, a new ride, ride and new movie. movie um so yeah there's okay. been several debates about character casting um some some casting i think can stay completely the same i think john goodman could literally still just be big daddy labeouf yes <laughs> um, yes he could yes he could <laughs> Uh, Dove Cameron, she is from like the Disney descendants and things like that. Disney kind of kid. They are tapping her to maybe be Lottie. Um, I think fans are. Um, I don't think she's animated enough to be Lottie. In my head, I picture someone like maybe a Samara Weaving or something. Um, okay. A young actress, singer. She's fairly new. I didn't really know who she was until people were kind of throwing her name out there. I even think she kind of did her own like 
you know, shooting her shot, like singing the, the song. Her name's Coco Jones. She's beautiful. I think she'd make a great Tiana. Um, okay. People kind of suggesting a fun stunt casting as uh, Anika Noni Rose, the voice of Tiana, to be her her mother, Eudora. Um, you know, I think Keith David could still be, you know, but I think I saw someone suggesting Mahershala. Yes, he is. Um, uh, I think someone suggested uh, like Mahershala Ali as 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 Doctor Facilier. I don't hate that. I don't. Which I don't hate that. Um. Jennifer Lewis just staying as Mama Odie, um, uh, Brian Tyree Henry as Louis the the uh, the alligator, yeah. and, and then the one I've kind of have been having a little bit of debate with people about <laughs> on the Tick and Talks is Prince Naveen. Um, this girl had suggested I think an actor that's kind of a mix of things, more leaning towards I think latin stuff because his voice actor bruno campos is actually i think brazilian portuguese um and then a bunch of people kind of flooded her comment section telling her no a naveen is south asian so then i kind of had a response to that because while the country the made-up country that naveen is from has south asian ties he's also that country is called maldonia so it is a mix of the maldives which is in south asia but it's also Macedonia, which is like southeastern Europe. So like You're massive, Greece. But you couldn't get to more different places <laughs> exactly. than Mal- the Maldives and Macedonia, <laughs> really, could you? Exactly. So it's a mishmash of things. But a lot of his attributes are more South Asian leaning. So his name is yeah. Naveen. is a South Asian name. Um, we do see his mother at the end of the movie wearing something that looks like a sari. Um and just his features, you know, very dark skinned hair kind of te- style and texture, very much maybe South Asian. So people just are automatically claiming him as South Asian, which I kind of my opinion is, you know, one place can really claim this man because he is from a made up place that is a combination of yeah. several different things. So yeah, I think as long as they cast somebody who is somebody who has a mix of things, who is a, a mixed race person who does have the look, who can sing, I don't think it would be a bad thing. If they do decide to cast a South Asian, a gorgeous South Asian man, um, I think that would be, I would, I think that would be wonderful. I think that would be great to give a South Asian actor that opportunity. I think that would be great. I understand um, that most of his things are South Asian leaning, um, but I really, I personally don't think one origin can claim him because I think even his, uh, his, uh, I think that language is called like Maldakesh is based like on Italian. So this man, <laughs> he's voiced from by, everywhere. <laughs> yes, he's voiced by a Brazilian Portuguese person. The country that he's from is based on uh, South Asia and Southeastern Europe. His language is based language. on Italian. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Uh, so, Who knows? So, yes, his mom. I I think there's like I even like went in to look because people are like we're coming at me with the sorry. She's wearing a sorry. She's wearing a sorry. It's Southeast Asian, South Asian, South Asian. Um, there's actually pictures from a like a Princess and the Frog storybook that shows the mother's full dress, and it does look very much like a sorry. But they also kind of with the shape of the dress give it like these ball gown elements. So it's very again just a mishmash and combination of things inspired well, by things so for the fact that also people just kind of claiming this thing that it's not really a thing that exists a place that exists so i yeah. think <laughs> i think when it comes to 
Disney's live action casting for their, you know, animated of their remakes of their other animated movies. It's very hit and miss. Yes. I think some casting has been really good. Yeah. Some casting has been absolutely frighteningly bad. Well, for me, like, I personally did not care for the casting of Jasmine. Um, I mean, Agrabah is not a real place, but it is inherently... I mean, it's very clearly... It's it's clearly Arabian. one specific place. It's 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 supposed it's meant to invoke one specific well, place. Well, it's Aladdin. Aladdin is Arabian, so exactly. Is... You have a song called Arabian Night. So it's not a mix of of different cultures. It's not a mix. Well, the of tale of Aladdin comes from the Arabian Nights, the book of exactly. folklore from Arabia. Exactly. So. But I feel like people would make the argument, well, Agrabah is not a real place, you know? Possibly. Like, so so that's just what I'm trying to say. But it's, neither it's very Camelot. clearly. Yes. You know, it's very clearly Arthur has to be English, you know what I mean? It's, yes, or British, Britonic. so the fact that they cast an in half Indian, half British woman to play Jasmine with very fair skin tones just did not read well to me, you know. Um, so yes, it's, I, I agree, it's very hit or miss with what it is, very live action cast. it is, um, and obviously, you're very much into the princess and the frog i'm very passionate about are, that so yes people I so enjoy yes so i think as well <laughs> whoever they cast as naveen is going to be the biggest debate because yeah why but not my... and here's my here's my um basic person answer to this um i don't know how good his his english is necessarily the the pretty one from rrr Oh my gosh, he is a very gorgeous man. Who is ridiculously handsome. How old you, is he? You, you, he you, seems... I don't know how old he is. He's he's probably in his late thirties. Yes, I'd say he's probably too old, but oh my gosh, yes, he's very handsome. He's ridiculously good looking. Yes. So I mean someone of that. Not the wholesome one. Be... Not 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 the wholesome. No. You know who I mean. Yes. I forget yes. the names now. The, What's like the name of the, the dude. Yeah, I knew at one point. I knew during awards season what these people's names were. I don't know. Um, um but yes. Um, I definitely someone who looks like that. That's would be my basic answer because he is he is gorgeous. Um, but yeah, I think South Asian side of things are trying to claim Naveen, but Naveen is a very ambiguous, purposely ambiguous mishmash of things that don't really yeah. exist. So I don't think one place can claim him. He can probably just be played by somebody who is a mix. But if they do decide to lean towards a South Asian actor, I think that would be great in terms of representation. Um, Ultimately, are we excited for a Princess and the Frog live-action remake? Morgan's answer is no, because none of them are any good. I know. I mean, Little Mermaid is going to is going yeah, to might be. be might be might, but because i say this about every one of them and they never end they've up never been being good. any good yeah do they? um cautiously optimistic that's just that's watch the animated movie yes cinderella was the best one even then even then um you know my friend tina she brought a good point to me the fact that like cinderella and animated is is a little bit more confident a little bit more sassy um, and this that, that Cinderella is just inherently way too just perfect and kind and sweet and doesn't really get sassy at all, which kind of 
is a bummer. You need a bit so, of uh, Yeah, you need a bit of sass. But you certainly so, need that, I think, with Tiana. So you, you can't, oh, yes, you can't, yes. You can't have Tiana being boring. No. And and from what I've seen from this Coco Jones, like I I, I think she would be a great, a great Tiana. So, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm cautiously optimistic. <laughs> As I think is the right way of yeah. being. Um, yes. Well, what about then something, again, I suppose you're probably most excited about, which is the announcement of, a, of an anime version of Scott Pilgrim. Yes. This is the world. Um, which what you, makes... you like both of these things. Yes, like I've read the comics and like I love that movie. That movie is in my top five. It's just hit so many genres, geeky genres so well. I think it's so smart. Edgar Wright is my favorite director. Um, and just the thing I love the most is pretty much everyone involved is coming back. All the voiced actors, all the actors are coming from the movie are coming back to voice their anime character. Um, it's executive produced by Brian Lee O'Malley, the creator of the comics and Edgar Wright. Uh, so the people who made the movie are involved in this anime and I love anime style. So um, I'm really, really excited for this. I think it's going to be really cool. We haven't really gotten much. We've just gotten kind of who's involved and that's about it. So we haven't really got a look yeah. at anything, but um, well, it's yeah. A fair, like, I mean, it's a fair thing to do. I mean, ch by all means, change up the style of it. I don't really see the need to do such a thing, but I don't see the need for Disney's live action remakes either yet. They keep doing those. They keep making so them. Why yeah. not have a anime anime Scott Pilgrim? Why not? Yeah, just Scott switch it. Very, Go from very... live action to animated. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, because obviously it's a, it's a comic book that became a, a very comic booky movie. Change up the style of it. Why not change up the style of it? It's good Make to know that I, yeah, think I think that's really all cool. those people from the live action movies, all the actors, the the creatives from the movie mm -hmm. are involved and even the you know the creator of the comic is involved which gives you faith that it will probably likely be quite good yeah or at least quite faithful um yes. which is is often really what people are looking for in these kind of things um i i'm i'm not i've never been as drawn to scott pilgrim as you are admittedly i i enjoy it, it. i think it's good but you know it, it, it's a complete adoration time for you isn't it really scott pilgrim <laughs> yes. was just like heart eyes for the entire runtime yes um, it's so good it's so funny and smart and speaks to the geeks it's just so fun but i'm i'm look, I, I say fair enough to this i say fair yeah. enough to this and it if if you know real diehard scott pilgrim fans are into this then I have to hold my hands up and say, okay, this 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 might be worthwhile then. Yeah. Because it's obviously for those people and for the people that like anime, for the people that like Scott Pilgrim to go and have this new experience with the story of it, with the world of it, in this new style. And that's always an interesting idea to take anything that people like and, and bring a new style to it, put it in a new format. Yeah. And anime fits it quite well because it, its whole world is based around that kind of cult culture isn't it really? yeah and manga kind of kind things of style. manga and, and yeah, video and, games and things that people get deeply obsessed about and are obviously very very geeky as you say people 
Yes, um, and animation very, style. Very into it. And anim- yes. anime is one of those categories. It, it yes. falls into that. And it's an animation style that lends itself very well to action as well. So it does, um, yes. And it Scott does. Pilgrim is very and poppy, poppy things. And, yes, and, and just like if, if this is any indication, my friend actually sent me this really cool. Um, I guess it was an a promotional anime trailer uh, done for Scream Six, where somebody Ooh. like it was like an anime promotional like trailer of of like Ghostface, and okay. it was really cool uh so that kind of that, i just kind of picture something like that like okay if you can turn like scream into anime you definitely can turn something like scott pilgrim who's that started as a comic oh, yeah. into anime so yeah. it, i mean it's basically it feels like that anyway doesn't it because it's constantly kind of popping up text graphics and freeze frame yeah, and mm-hmm. doing all these weird things and that action anime lines tend and to do. things popping up yeah. over your head and yeah Anime smell eye. scent lines and things like that <laughs> yeah it's all kind of stuff yeah cartoonish so it yes. fits yeah i think i think it's it works exciting. and i think it will yeah. work and the fact you are excited for it yeah. means that i have to hold my hands up and say okay fair enough then i can't you have to be excited i can't be upset with this i don't have to be excited about <laughs> yes you, you do I don't, I don't i don't really care too much to be perfectly honest hey you. don't you say that i don't i don't it, it's not you know if they were if if they were announcing a uh, an animated noir style version <laughs> of something that i like yeah, then i would so be they were doing an anime like oh silent german sake, why films. do you, <laughs> you oh no 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 there's no need to be so <laughs> ridiculous about it but yeah. you know there are styles i like that you would roll yeah. your eyes at me for saying <laughs> why you're so excited about that so i'll, I'll like i'll do the same to you thank you very much <laughs> Yes, there's a silent German horror film they're making anime out of. Morgan would be as excited as I am about this. I didn't say anything about silent German movies that were being made into anime. There's nothing wrong with the early career of Fritz Langton. I I never said that. Why can't we have a. There's supposed to like everything I like. Three season long, (laughs) 10 episode. Readaptation of the story of Dr. Mabuza because that's what Fritz Lang did in three movies, three very long movies, oh two God. of which were silent, yes, or two of which were made so, in the silent yeah. era. One they of made that made into an in anime, and I, I, I would be supportive of your excitement. <laughs> I prefer Fritz Lang's noir movies anyway to his uh, actual pre-Hollywood German movie, so shush <laughs> about just because I like just because I like you German like what you like and I like what you like and I can support doesn't you. mean support. I all we can support each other's excitement. That's just we're best friends. We're supposed to like all the same things. We're not supposed <laughs> to like all the same things. That would make us the same person, which wouldn't be any fun. Not not necessarily. It you would. just don't know how best friends works. <laughs> I, <laughs> you didn't grow up in the era of like friendship bracelets and, and the heart with the one side of your necklace era. <laughs> no, I didn't have a heart with the one. I've never had any friends. That's why. Um, 
we're allowed to like different things, Janine. Yes, and yes, you don't have to be <laughs> awkward and say that I'm I wholly like being German silent movies because I like <laughs> I happen to like a couple of them. Just yes. because I just because I notably like I know, a couple of being... them doesn't mean I exclusively have to just because I'm interested in that time in movies doesn't mean yes, it's automatically the best thing ever. <laughs> I was exaggerating. Okay. I was exaggerating. Thank you. <laughs> now let's talk about something else. For example, <laughs> something I actually genuinely do think we're both excited for, because I think we've actually been clamoring for a return of this character in this world for some time, which is Liv Tyler's Betty Ross apparently yes. is going to be in Captain America New World Order, which, oh my god, finally Some acknowledgement, back. some true acknowledgement of the Incredible Hulk, which I think is better than, I can name maybe four MCU films that I think the Incredible Hulk is better at than that I would prefer to watch. Oh, um, definitely. Our show, Morgan Hasn't Seen, uh, was started because you hadn't seen The Incredible Hulk and kind of the first... Well, not just The Incredible Hulk. Yes, and The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man films, and those two early Thor films. So, um, and in that kind of new watch for you, you actually really enjoyed The Incredible Hulk. I did. Um, I think it's a really good movie. I think it's just an unfortunate stepchild of the MCU. Yes, came Rather at a than... weird transitional time. Yeah. And I like to live Tyler as Betty Ross and, and the fact that like her father went on to be a huge part of the MCU, but her character kind of just vanished. She's referenced in several aspects, but we don't really hear how she's doing or see her or even get like maybe a picture on a wall of her or something. Yeah. Um, so uh, that look, the fact that she's coming back, I think is really great. It's sad that, as... you know... Um, her her father, her original father, will not be there, so there can't yeah. be kind of a reunion of of actors. Um, I'm excited that she's back. I'm excited that she's going to actually be acknowledged. So, yeah, definitely. Since it's, it's a seriously, it's a good move. Yeah, because um, <clears throat> we are really fans of that movie. That when most people kind of uh, tear it down a little bit. So, but like, it's been 15 years since. The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. That's that's a long time. And New World Order, I think, is... When is it? 25? Maybe, maybe like 2025. 24. And yes, this was like 2008. So like 16, 17 years by the time we see her return to, you know, the MCU again. Yeah, which is an awfully long amount of time. Yeah, I mean, which again is like her Foster father was. Long. They managed to pepper her father into so much of the MCU. Yeah, so, like where was and she? he's still, you know, he's he's still he's a, a character. character. Thunderbolt yeah. Ross is obviously still a character, just now played by Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford yeah. Um, but what I've what I've liked about recent MCU things is their actual. <laughs> They, they recognize the Incredible Hulk as an actual movie in their world now because, they, you know, obviously Blonsky being in She-Hulk, yeah. um, Tim Blake Nelson going to be in, in oh, yeah. New mm-hmm. World Order, um, more acceptance of the Hulk world. 
yes, in, growing in out the MCU lately. Yeah. And to have Betty Ross in there, I think, is the final kind of realization of that. And, like, they have to be, they, the only way they can do it is within other movies because they don't have the rights yeah. to a sole Hulk movie. I think Universal still, still owns. Still, still, they don't. Like, it's Universal staggering. is still just holding that over their heads. Like, Universal, you're doing just fine with all your <laughs> ridiculous Fast and Furious movies. Just let them have the Hulk. Um, so what do Universal have? have? Universal have Fast and Furious. They have uh, Illumination Animation, which makes mm -hmm. ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah. As well. What else do they have? Um, Isn't Illumination doing Super Mario? Possibly. Possibly. Oh, that's that's going to make a lot. It's going to make an yeah. awful lot. <laughs> yes. As well as Fast X. Just yeah. relent a little bit, Universal. Yes. Come on. just. So this uh, Guillermo movie, is that going to be tied to the Universal Monsters properties that they own? Or is it just a straight to Netflix? Or Oh, who knows? Who knows? I have no idea. I have no idea. But, it's an interesting um, yeah. thought, actually. I have to look into that. But no, we like Betty Ross. And yeah. we, we, we like Liv Tyler supposedly coming back for uh, in, in Captain America New World Order. That seems to be more of a let's bring Hulk characters back than actually have Sam Wilson be Captain America. <laughs> How little we've heard of Sam Wilson's I know. development as Captain America compared to other things that are going to be in that movie is a little bit not concerning, but strange. Yeah, a little bit. Strange. Little bit. Um yeah. I suppose that's an interesting little bit of news, to be honest with you. Another thing we have is uh the Pixar movie Elemental. Yes. Um, soon to be coming coming out. Coming out this summer had its final trailer and confirmation of its its short that will be playing with it, which is Carl Fredrickson going on a, a date, getting yes. ready for a date. By the looks of it, you know his first date since the death of Ellie. By the by the sounds of it, which I assume and Doug is going to kind be of helping him wholesome. out. Yeah, with Doug kind of giving him advice. <laughs> As so. annoying as that will likely be, <laughs> yeah. And the squirrel distractions. <laughs> Doug, quite annoying, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, why can't he just get advice from Russell? Russell sure doesn't Russell... know anything about dating. I think he, Russell might. I think I mean, Russell, Russell might, might have his own little girlfriend. Okay, okay. <laughs> in his, you know, in in female scouts. That's not what it's called, is it? Girl Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say that? What a strange. Thing so you're not to familiar say. with the cookie. The female scout cookies are great. Every <laughs> Why did I say that? What a terrible <laughs> phrase. Well, we call them. I suppose Girl Scouts in Britain will be guides. We call them guides, so it's not really Girl Scouts. Are the guys called guides as well. No, the guys are called scouts. It's weird. <laughs> There's whole there's there's loads of different weird groups. It's like depends on your age. I remember going through. I didn't go. I didn't go to them myself. But I yeah, remember, obviously like, that's why you had no friends. No, I. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm not even going to tell you this now. No, but, tell me, tell me. Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like the equivalent of like boys of like scouts is guides, and then there was like okay. something called. Brownies, I think, which oh, was yeah. the girls. Brownies is... Yeah. <clears throat> girls and 
Cubs, I want to say, was the boys. It was very gender pigeonholed. It was. There was no crossover. Ooh, you know, it was it was Trans Day of Visibility this past weekend, and, and there was none of that in the Girl Scout and Boy <laughs> Scout system at all. Okay. Um, you, you were one or the other <laughs> in this world. Um, but I mean, if you have scouts and guides, I think that's pretty not gender specific. Well, no, it was. It was the girls were that one, and the boys were, were scouts. <laughs> this was, this was. But I mean, in terms of the worked. words they use. So. No, in terms of the words, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> and then there was even younger ones. Like I don't even remember what they were really called, but there was like three stages. Um, but yeah, why, why, why doesn't Russell have a girl scout girlfriend? Might do a female scout. Yeah. Uh. No, not a female. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> But um, I'm yes, actually more not. interested. I'm at, well. I'm not more interested in that as a short than I am in Elemental. I think Elemental looks like a good movie. I mean, it looks like it looks from the trailer like a oh, it's Pixar doing Pixar things. But you know, it's going to have a little bit more to it. It's more of an immigrant story, is from what I'm. Yeah, feels it like feels a Polish, a like a Polish kind of immigration type story. Specifically um, Polish. I will say I am not a fan of the animation. I think it's kind of. Ugly. I do think it's a little strange. I do. It looks kind of messy and ugly, and not clean. It looks kind of unfinished. Like I don't like the look of it. Like in in Inside Out, I think those characters were really well animated. They were fun. They had very nice details on them. Like they even like had a look of like felty, fuzzy skin. You know? Yeah. Um. Whereas these, they just look so weird. They look like little kid drawings. Is it I the don't clouds? Know. They look like little kid drawings, and maybe that's what they were going for. But just the animation style just looks very, um, just underdeveloped and under. Anime. I don't know. It looks just. I think it's ugly. I just <laughs> I think like you it. still have. You have to have faith in Pixar because I think their original movies, and obviously this is an original movie because it's not a sequel, are, are always good. It's the sequels that have been kind of fall off for the most part. I think. That, okay, maybe I forgot it temporarily about the Good Dinosaur. Sorry, sorry, I forgot about that as an original movie. That <laughs> which I think speaks to well which loved. speaks to the good dinosaur that you probably just all about probably does. <laughs> um, for the most part, still after you know nearly thirty years, their original movies are almost you know at a hundred percent quality wise. You know, for yeah. that is an excellent original movie the sequels are where it falls off your cars twos and threes and you and you're you're finding dories even that are a little bit lacking and and whatever else nonsense there may be um but i have faith in elemental i think they're always you know the type of emotion you're gonna get from a pixar movie I just think they're always great at doing it in different ways, presenting it in different um, ways. And I think well, yeah. this, it will be very distinct. I think it will be very, um, very, very original, obviously. But it, it, I'm into it. 
I'm into it. I'm, I don't I'm lukewarm on love it. I'm the not style, super like you said, but but I, I think of the last Pixar movie that I probably watched that that came out the latest, which might have been Turning Red, which I just loved. I loved Turning Red, but before that, I wasn't really like Luca was very okay to me. Onward was I forgot okay. About that as well. I yeah, forgot you had Luca. These well. were the the the. Uh, pandemic released ones uh, the um, pandemic it doesn't count lucas soul they don't count onward yeah soul was very disappointing onward. they they Forgot very much that. did <clears throat> they very much um did the princess and the frog thing uh with turning your black character uh into, into a, a cat yeah, for, the, for the last <laughs> yes a little ghost thing and then he was in the body of a cat for like the majority yeah. of the film with tina fey in his body so you didn't really see a black yeah. man being a black man for a decent amount of the movie um you know they, they, they don't count the pandemic uh pixar movies they, they, don't, <laughs> they just don't count red. was turning red a, a pandemic pixar it, movie? it was released straight to Probably. streaming it didn't come out in theaters yeah see i don't i don't i don't trust them Oh, but you like turning, turning red. red. I did. I love turning red. Yes, it's so hmm. good. Um. Tough. So yes. Yeah. I also like. Um, was it Pixar? Was Coco Pixar? Yes. Or was it just Disney? No, it was God, it's it was so Pixar. annoying when you can't distinct between the two of them. Why do they look so similar now? They do. They Have, do have distinction remember when they used to have distinction and disney movies look like disney movies and pixar movies pixar look like, like pixar, pixar movies even when now disney, disney animated pixar. yeah now disney animated is completely digitally animated so it looks just like pixar so what's the point annoying um yeah annoying coco is yes. brilliant by the I way love it. it's my favorite it's my favorite pixar movie it really um, is. but yes i loved turning red um uh so yeah i don't know just the look of it is just not doing things for me i'm not really excited about it but i mean i'll watch it i like the premise generally yeah. um but i don't know just didn't grab me well um i think that's fair enough i do think that's fair enough something that has grabbed me though and this is going to be our last little what's up um topic for today i did realize as well janine i didn't even start the show by asking the question and how very i know you didn't we just had so much to talk about we just we did we just right into fired it. straight into it and we <laughs> didn't even ask the question that's just awful but you you know yeah everybody who always gets excited about that will just have to wait until <laughs> next episode or you can just say it now i'm not <laughs> saying it now topic. it'd be silly to say it now <laughs> <laughs> something that has grabbed me grabbed my attention is this movie the pope's exorcist with russell crowe yes that i just think looks like the most ridiculous movie possible <laughs> and i'm so into it it looks horrendous and also just wonderful at the exact same time i i, I think it might take over a little bit not because it's particularly great, but because it just seems to be able to find a certain audience that will watch it for its weirdness, for its kind of... Why is Russell Crowe doing his strange, vaguely European accent? Yeah. Because he's playing a vaguely European character, but it sounds weird. It does sound weird. You know, the, the, the horror in it, 
because it's about a, an exorcism and you know the the pope's exorcist that's what it's about the head exorcist of the vatican and all this kind of stuff i think the horror in it looks yes okay look every other possession based exorcism horror movie you've ever seen in your entire yeah. life but with the added element of a slightly ridiculous russell crowe this could go all the way yes this could be a little bit campy um it looks like it's not going to try to be completely realistic we're going to get some heightened visuals in this no it's out um, very soon as well so, it's out this yeah. month definitely yeah i'm I, I, I'm I'm going to go and see this movie. I want to go and see this. Like well, my, I, I do want to see as much home. horror this year as I can, like in theaters. I've already missed a couple of things that I'm bummed about, but so um, am I as well. And it's annoying. What literally? Can I just say this as well, which is remarkably annoying. I was obviously, as I've said to people, away last weekend, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, that. Uh, movie by Cronenberg's son, Infinity Pool, yeah, came out in Britain, was released last week. Um, so I'm looking this week, showtimes, they're all at like 10 to midnight. <laughs> What's that about? I'm not gonna go out at 10 to midnight to watch a movie, right? I want 12 midday, please. I don't yeah. care how children aren't going to watch the movie anyway. So just have a move, have a screen yeah. in the middle of the day. So I'm, I don't think I'm going to think I'm going to miss this movie in, in cinemas now. Yeah, well, that sucks. That's and, really dumb. and even more annoying because I've been going on about this for months. Pearl is doing the exact same damn thing because that <gasps> came out here last week as well. No, it's doing the exact same damn thing. I need to find maybe actually that one cinema i have to drive out hmm. to another theater that's not as close maybe my nice treat myself independent cinema in manchester might be able to oblige me with yes. time screenings of such movies not pearl it though it won't do pearl it might do infinity pool but it won't do pearl i think pearl's too big yeah, we'll check it out give it a shot hmm Maybe I'll be able to find a reasonable timed one there. But my actual normal cinema, where every movie does show... It has those of the latest times. That's so Ridiculous stupid. timed... I can't be doing with it. Like, one yeah. screening a day at 10 to midnight. Oh, brilliant. Thanks what? for that. Who's going to go to that? Who is going to go to that? Who is going to go to... Not me. I don't see that time of day. <laughs> I, I'm old. Yes, old man Morgan. I'm in bed past, for nine way past your bedtime. You know. <laughs> yes. I, I don't. I, Milk I, on I, the I stove by go, eight into bed. By I go to the movies because <laughs> I don't work on Fridays, which is just wonderful. Yeah. I I go to the cinema on a Friday in the middle of the day at lunchtime. Yeah, that is fair. And nobody's mm -hmm. there. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. That's when I like to go. And I can't watch these movies at that time. I probably could have last week, but I wasn't here, was I? I was over in God knows where doing <laughs> stupid drunken nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> when I was supposed to be watching all these movies. I've had to watch John Wick 4 this week because I couldn't last week. 
Yes. So we'll hopefully have a separate review for that because we couldn't do it. Oh, we will. Yes, we will. Yes, since you were not here. But um, so that's so annoying. So I might have to wait until I can find them on, on, on streaming. Well, hopefully they don't do some weird thing with this because it is also a horror um, situation. But um, yeah, I mean, I've never been super big on Exorcist movies, but just kind of the mix of uh, heightened visuals and Russell Crowe doing that ridiculous accent just kind of gives me a sense of camp, which I'm kind of it into. Does. So, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm intrigued. It looks utterly trash bag, but the good kind of trash bag. <laughs> yeah, yes, agreed. The definitely good kind of trash bag. Well, let's get into our Let's Talk for today, then, Janine, which is going to be our main review for this week. Um, like we've just said as well, we will have a, a separate one for John Wick 4, even though that's obviously uh, going to be like a week later, really, now. Yeah. But we'll, we'll make it a good discussion because, whew, did I really like John Wick Chapter 4. Yes. Like, after the slight downturn of Chapter 3, Parabellum, or Parabellum, or whatever, however you pronounce yes, that word. Parabellum, but I like we like to call it Parabellum. <laughs> We do. Um, this has just gone. If if the graph of John Wick four goes, John Wick one is rise. John Wick two is is, is stay up there. Stay up there. John Wick three is is come back down a little bit. John Wick four's just gone whoosh up there. Yeah, I mean, Way I I enjoyed Parabola, but elements of it, yes. But this is, I, I do think, chapter four took it to a little bit of a oh like, yeah another level when you don't and manage to expand the world extreme. yeah managed to expand the world even more i mean we'll get into it in a review but we will yes. we oh, will God. we will um today's let's talk though today's main review is going to be on dungeons and dragons honor among thieves the uh the new you know this week's big release i suppose it is isn't it yes which I find very interesting because this is obviously a movie that has its, its base on an existing product, but is in itself an original story. Yes. It's not based on an original, because it's Dungeons and Dragons. You, you create your own you create story. your own campaign, and yeah. Um, and, and, it, and I'm sure there's a lot of nods in there that are things that fans and, and players of the games will kind of get to pick up on but and completely make... way over morgan's head because yes. i've never played and Dungeons but and it doesn't exclude though yeah but doesn't exclude those who have not played the game because yes i've never played so i'm sure there are things in there that were really fun nods to people who've played but also nothing that would exclude somebody who hasn't so i liked that balance and i feel like this is the type of movie that is set up to completely fail and, and not and do you know well. what it really is it really is it's an obviously a known product but the fact it's not a known story the fact it's yeah. an original story off a known product it doesn't speak to success yeah. but i think this movie deserves to be successful because i think it this does. movie is genuinely a really good action adventure movie and yes. something actually that feels a little bit different to all those others that we get in that genre that either are based on stories we already know or based on characters we are we already know 
this is entirely original. It's the closest thing, and I've seen other people say this as well, and I completely agree. I've seen people on Twitter say this. It's the closest thing we've had to the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie since the first Pirates of the Caribbean, because that was obviously based on something that was already there in the yeah. ride. But no that story really there. No story to it. It and had also to something create that felt its like it could fail. Story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something absolutely. that seemingly was like, oh my gosh, a movie about a, a theme park ride. <laughs> and this is a movie about a role-playing game. Yeah. Based in the world of a role-playing game that is entirely created by you playing it at that time. There's no set anything, really. Yeah. Is there? In Dungeons and Dragons, maybe other people who are actually knowledgeable about Dungeon Dra Dungeons and Dragons will be able to tell me different. But as far as I'm aware, you get your piece of paper and you kind of just imagine everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So it's the closest thing I think to to Curse of the Black Pearl since that, in terms of the context of the movie. Yeah. And I'm so thankful. It's actually a really fun movie a really well put together movie uh i think with there's i think things like this as well can also fall into that trap of being cut up to to hell and you know have plot elements that were seemingly important halfway through the movie be completely turned around and, and just be like either not show up later on in the movie as callbacks when they should when they feel like they should yeah. or have things that seem to come out of nowhere and everything fit together really really, really well. well in this yeah. story mm -hmm. um all the little kind of magical items and little characters you meet along the way come it back felt in like, a yes, certain way in interesting ways and it in felt like elements ways. of the game yeah so, like, if you even understand the simple structure of the game, like, some of the items that they use definitely feel like items that you would collect in a game to use for your quest. So it definitely yeah. feels like you're playing a game, like you're moving to the next phase of the game. Um, look, you know, there's, there's nothing overly innovative about the story structure of it. You know, it's a, it's a former ally takes over a city and we have to defeat them because they're now the villain but are they really the true villain or is there a bigger villain at play it's a very typical fantasy kind of story yeah um but that's not to say it doesn't work that's not to say that really what i think we're most interested in what we're most kind of into about this movie is our cast of characters who i think are all really really enjoyable to watch um we recently spoke about michelle rodriguez in, in girl fight on morgan yeah, Has mm -hmm. um i think she's great in this and i do genuinely think she's given a little bit more to do than what we're used to seeing her yeah um, she gets to be comedic she does get to be her very tough girl stereotype, but she also gets to be comedic. She gets to be um, kind of like a mother figure as well. Um, yeah. Her dynamic within the the team, I, I think, is really well uh, well played. She's the and, muscle, essentially, yes, isn't she? Yes, and I think the team in general have great chemistry, so her role in that fits really well amongst kind of the others and how she interacts with everybody, I think, works really well. Um, 
and yeah, even her comedic moments, I think are really fun. Uh, so I, I do like this movie does give her kind of typical action stuff uh, that we are used to seeing her as, but also giving her a little bit more to do uh, in terms of uh, things that she, she has to accomplish as this character being kind of a, a surrogate mother and um, yeah. And a, a, a comedic you know but like very dry sense of humor um, very so, dry as as, yeah. as you would expect from michelle rodriguez yeah. in a comedic yeah. sense to be honest with you chris pine is our goofy character in this yeah. movie who i do think is very good i mean let's let's call him another another goofy hollywood chris because they all seem to be a little bit goofy don't they the hollywood yeah. chrissies that they all <laughs> yeah. seem to excel at doing this same kind of thing maybe they're all the same person maybe they're all just a little bit of a different <laughs> clone of each other i don't know yeah. but i think chris pine is always and consistently the most underrated of the chrissies yes he's great and he can do dramatic he can do comedic he's funny he's likable he's charming He's not. It's because he's you know, not played a direct <laughs> superhero. That's why. Yeah. You know, because the other three are all the MCU heroes, aren't they? Yes. Chris Pine's just, you know, Wonder Woman's boyfriend. <laughs> That's as close as he's come. Yeah. Yes, he's Captain Kirk for this yes. generation. Yes. Sure. He is. But I think there's a lot to be said for the fact that he does those other things and he's known for more than just one character. Yeah. Whereas really what's Chris Pratt going to be remembered for? Not stupid Owen from Jurassic world. Remember for star Lord, Chris yeah. Evans is always going to be captain America. Yeah. And Chris Hemsworth always he's going to be going to be Thor. Mm -hmm. But Chris Pine is Chris Pine because he does many everything. Yeah. He does so much stuff. Yeah. And he's in several of these kind of movies. He's in the he's in Wonder Woman. He's in the DC movies. He's in Star Trek. He's in now. Uh, he's got Dungeons and Dragons that will hopefully I continue. Think, yeah, continue because I think it deserves to. Um, whether it's even, I think this is a, an interesting thought as well. Whether it continues with almost a completely different cast and a completely different story because isn't that yeah, why would yeah why would you follow these same people again and maybe we run into them on the way um yeah. but it's a completely different campaign a different journey to go on so you're not following that kind would of be your very same. interesting yes um and i think this you know we have had <laughs> Uh, other version of a Dungeons and Dragons movie that came out in a time where oh, it's yes, not so very cheaply made. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Irons, Irons literally saying, you know, well, I, I had to pay for my castle somehow. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, he bad, bought a castle. Bad and, like, CG in that movie. Yes. Frighteningly terrible yes. CG. Jeremy Irons, the person, was actually buying a castle and so like it's like i had to pay for that somehow was basically kind of how he talks about this movie um yeah just very sloppily put together that movie um i think uh marlon wayne's uh in it as well marlon just... wayne's in that movie yes he's like the sidekick oh, kind of character um so yeah definitely not uh, so you know this had everything about it to to kind of fail and maybe just 
be not well executed but it was a lot of fun and i think it's actually striking while the iron's hot where people are actually who maybe don't play are really more familiar with it things like stranger things have made dungeons and dragons kind of popular to the mainstream uh an actor like Joe Manganiello is like a super hot guy really showing his nerddom, really um, promoting Dungeons and Dragons and having campaigns and talking about it and having a whole, you know, merch. And, you know, that's like his whole, uh, uh, whole side of his brand is, is talking about Dungeons and Dragons. I think he has a show where he actually has other celebrities on and like they do campaigns. And um, I think he did this whole like furniture show where he had the, these people build him this custom table, this long, like, table made out of like a big tree trunk whatever like so he could play his dungeon and dragon campaign so a a popular like actor who you would not think is a total nerd nerding out over dungeons and dragons and bringing more popularity to it um so i I think they're I want to say Henry Cavill's similar. I want to say Henry Cavill's a bit. Yeah, I think there's a few like big actors who you would not expect who are really kind of into this fantasy game and and have brought it more to the mainstream and talk about it more in recent years. So um, that coupled with the popularity of Stranger Things really bringing that to light, I think. Um, Because, I mean, the monsters in Stranger Things are literally based on monsters from the game. Yeah. Um, Have put that on people's radars, people who may not know anything about the game. So this, I think, was a perfect time for this movie to come out when uh, it's more mainstream now to talk about Dungeons and Dragons and play it. And it's not this niche, weird thing that, you know, kids play in their basement. Uh, uh. I think think this movie is perhaps going to be what the warcraft movie wanted wanted to be be, yes and that movie was kind of a big failure and didn't work out as well with something that is more popular like that movie but i think it wasn't it 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 remained niche no and i think but i think there were some uh, from what i remember as well there were just some execution issues like uh characterizations weren't weren't well depicted and things like that um so yeah it definitely like get that issue with dungeons and dragons yes and entirely created dungeons and dragons could have been a warcraft situation um this kind of big idea um of something that's popular but just not being able to execute it but this movie was funny um it played into the fantasy world feeling like it's from a certain time, but obviously not nailing down a specific time because yeah, it's, it was, you know, a fantasy as a story, world. as a story, because, because it's a, it's a structure you've seen so many times. Yeah. You ju- I just think you enjoy the story. You enjoy this kind of hero's story with it. Yeah. You know, the quest elements. You're always going to like that. It's always going to end the same way. Yeah. The journey is what is interesting, that the going to these strange places and mystical locations, finding these long-forgotten magical items and having your team of kind yeah, of lackluster crew. people yes. who... Kind of find it within themselves, embolden to... themselves, and step up. Yeah. And the the part of the a part of these characters that you don't get if you're playing them as a game is the kind of character arcs and the character growth. 
because uh, yeah. you're not going to get that in a in a campaign game like this if you're playing at home. So you get the beats of the game, but then you go beyond that because since it's a movie, you actually get time to sit with these characters, get to know them, and, and see their growth and them learn and um and, and become more than what they uh, originally were. Um, so I, I like that these characters are really fleshed out and, and kind of go somewhere and have some growth by the end of the movie. I mean, um, Chris Pine specifically does. He's our lead of the yes. whole thing, really. But like Simon, the sorcerer, he yes. has a really nice arc. arc. Yeah. I like him. And Sophia Lillis, the, the, oh, I forget the character's name now. She's in there. She's yeah. she's great in there. Everybody's great in this. Yeah, um, the team has great chemistry with each other. Uh, Regé Jean Page is, comes in as kind of your know-it-all wizard. Yeah, so he's not like an official part of the team, but he kind of comes in and has his own uh, beat that he, he kind of comes into the campaign and helps that. I mean, he is a strikingly good-looking yes, as well. So I, don't, I, I, I just don't think... Um, you're allowed to have him and Chris Pine on screen at the same time for too long um, without people's heads exploding. I actually saw a piece of news that the two of them actually have like an internet's boyfriend chat where they send each other like memes about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to think that's true. Yeah, I think that's yes. <laughs> I think that's nice. Yeah. I like, I like the idea. I don't. I don't know why I like the idea of that. No. I just. I, so they're I, fully aware of the, of how hot. Oh, they must be. They, they must be. <laughs> I mean, I think Reggie John Page ever since it's Bridgerton, Bridgerton, isn't it? Yes, I it's think just, we're def we're definitely going to have to do a Morgan Hessen scene TV and talk about Bridgerton. He has point. just exploded <laughs> in people's minds, really, hasn't he? Is just yeah, like, who yes. is this? Yes. <laughs> and. This movie, I think, will add to that because he is yeah. incredibly kind of omnipotent in this movie, almost. Yeah. Isn't he? He's ridiculously powerful, ridiculously kind of all-knowing. Um, and then just kind of walks off when, you don't need me anymore. You're yeah. fine now. <laughs> just like, whoa, can you not help? No, I'm going to walk <laughs> off <Nope>. now. <laughs> and it feels like a, a, a real feels like an old Greek myth you know something yeah. like that happening yeah um I think there's elements to that in it there's so much folklore elements obviously to something like Dungeons and Dragons because it's a fantasy setting it's a you know full of monsters and wizards just, and, and wizards <laughs> and our villain and we have you know we have our con man villain in Hugh Grant um, who seems to be good at playing con man? Yes, yes. I mean, he Even was kind of our our Hugh Grant in this guy, movie. and then has made the shift to villain um, in his later years. And I think, <laughs> I think, it I think it's because he's for some reason playing up the accent now. You know what I mean? Like in this movie, yeah. he he didn't sound like Hugh Grant, and Hugh Grant's voice to me has always been a little bit annoying. I've only been able to tolerate certain elements of Hugh Grant. Um, he, he sounds like some sort of. I mean, I'll be honest with you. He sounds like a certain ex prime minister of Britain. Ooh. Um, in terms of just the stuttering 
kind of nature of his the way he's speaking in this well i mean in this movie he's supposed to be this type of politician kind of mayor essentially of this town i understand Um, that and he's he and but i i think i like him i expected him to be in it more and the fact that he wasn't but it plays into the plot of him kind of just being a prop for the ultimate plan of our ultimate villain the, the this yes which is I, I, I like yeah. i like that he's yeah. not our our actual main villain i like i like that it's more of a, a wizardy thing yeah uh because i like i mean it reminds me of the, I mean, the, the red wizards in this movie to be fair remind me exactly like the red priests in in game of thrones lore. yeah yeah you know let's go to a shy what are the red priests doing here they come with all their unknown magic and yeah. <laughs> bringing people back to life and all this kind of stuff. It's very similar, yeah. really, isn't it? Yeah. Bringing back the dead, you know. Are they dead, but are the red priests, or are they the, you know, the, the others, the white walkers? Yes. <laughs> it's a little bit of a combination of the two yes. of them in this movie. Yes. <laughs> but they do dress exactly like red priests of um, of Game of Thrones. Or yeah, pretty much. Song of Mice and Fire. <laughs> Um, which I was quite, I was quite into that. Really, I, I was into the amount of sorcery. Sorry, yeah. I think and, and I think good, and... good sword and sorcery movies are so hard to come by these days. You know, good sword and sorcery movies we consider as those cheese ball things from the eighties, yeah, or, or or earlier ones even. You know, your your Greek tales, your Jason and the Argonauts, yeah, and, uh, things the like that, yeah. Clash of the Titans. Um, so genuinely good, like not campy sword no. and sorcery movies that this is because this is exactly that genre of fantasy. It's not science fantasy, is it? It's sword and sorcery fantasy. Yeah. You don't get a lot of you don't get a lot of movies certainly close to being this big of that genre these days and thank god you've got one here that is is this big with with this much backing behind it that's actually a really good movie as well bring back the sword and sorcery movies they're so enjoyable i think there's fear there yeah fantasy is very much a niche thing so i think there's some fear there to really delve into that and 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 hope for it to be successful because i think it doesn't have the best track record i think fantasy films tend to end up being uh if you're not lord like people just kind of writing it off as a lord of the rings wannabe type thing um and Lord of the Rings had to start somewhere in movie uh, fair. World, in the movie world. But I, mean. I think it's just like those types of movies don't really find an audience right at the start. It kind of takes time for people to to get into them. So at, right off the bat, they don't really maybe do that well. And so I think there's some hesitance there. Um, Which is why this, I think it's brilliant that this had its uh, its obvious. It's based on a pre-existing thing, but be an original story. And then also kind of have your comedy feel very modern um yeah so there's a fun balance of kind of like this old medieval feel but these characters feel very relatable and modern um with the not that it's making and... like jokes about memes or things like oh that. no 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 it just yeah yeah i think their feel just feels very uh natural to today and not like very specific of the time just kind of how they talk and um yeah 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 
how they act, I suppose. Yeah. No, I I had so much fun with this. I really enjoyed it yes, far more I than I thought I would. Same. And I'm so thankful for that because it's made me realise that we, we we genuinely do need more modern good sword and sorcery movies yes. because we don't really have any we need more fantasy movies i think ones. for sure and also things that are based on uh, on ips th- so you kind of have that backbone to it but you really are doing your own thing with it you really are bringing your own touch and flair and story to it making it interesting not just um, being completely fan servicey or really just being lazy so it feels like a cash grab uh, you know crafting a story behind something that already has a proven track record for fans I think is is, is definitely the way to go like this could have been so bad and so lazily made and, and really feel like it's just trying to go for the cash grab uh, but they crafted a really original fun story with great characters that you really invest in um, that really have an arc and growth and you really want to see where they're going to go and and um, yeah great action great comedy um, just a lot of fun I hope so much this movie does well my, my yeah. screen that I went to was Quite busy, to be fair. Mine as well. It Mine was, as well. Was love today, so this was good. Mine was, was way good. more than sh- when I went to see Shazam. I think there were maybe like three other people in there. People. Shazam's <laughs> not doing well. No. Shazam's not doing well at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I would actually, I, I mean, not to compare two pretty different movies, but I'd sooner go and see Dungeons and Dragons again. Definitely yeah. sooner go and see that again. I, I hope it does well and I hope to see more of this style yes. from these creatives. It's, it's John Francis Daly and, and um isn't it? He's involved. Was he one of the directors? I think so. I don't remember. I'm sure he is. He's obviously also- known as a pretty notable geek, isn't he? <laughs> <was> yes. <laughs> Um, that joke. Nobody understood that joke. Hopefully, people understood that joke. And also, great representation of fat dragons. Appreciate that. Oh yeah, that dragon was very fat. That was the <laughs> fattest dragon you've ever seen in your entire life. Yes. <laughs> was it in a dungeon? No. Uh, no. You could, you could, really you could call dungeon. that. No. No. I'll be honest no. with you. There was. Both dungeons and dragons. And dragons. I do mm-hmm. not believe there was a dragon in a dungeon. In a dungeon. Well, it, it doesn't say it's not dungeons in dra- dragons in dungeons. It's dungeons no, it's and dragons. No, and both were present. Yes. Somewhat. Would well, you consider yes. that prison a dungeon, or it's more of a prison? It's not really a dungeon. It's is more it of a. Is, is very... it in the lower levels? That would be a dungeon if it's kind of in the... No, that prison, that big tall prison thing. Oh. At the beginning. That's not a dungeon. That's a... that That's an official state-funded prison. <laughs> state-funded? I, I don't mean, know yeah. who funds it, but... It's not a dungeon. Dungeons are <laughs> little grimy things. Yeah. Anyway. Good movie. Yes, very Good enjoyable. movie. More of this, please. Is what Yay. I will say. 
Law of Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Go and see it. You will enjoy it. It's a yes, very, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Movie. Yeah. Pure, pure fantasy escapism that we just need sometimes, don't we? We don't want to think about misery and horrible things in in the real world. We yeah. like to think about nothing sometimes and go off into fantasy fairyland. Yes, we do it. Do it with that. Well, Janine, let's finish. Okay. Let's finish the show with a game. Oh, no, I'm scared. Fun games today. I don't know why you're so scared. It's because I've told you what the you're game mean. is. You're mean. I'm not mean. It's. I think it's a good game. Okay. Structure, okay. So yes, we've we've been doing a fun game structure where we take turns giving each other games instead of playing a game against each other. So, um, yeah, I, got to be honest with me you, today. I think it's working better. I think it's working better this yeah, way like than this it format? was when we okay. played against each other because when we played against each other, it was always a pro problem of, well, which ones are you going to have to cover and which <laughs> ones am I going to have to cover? Which yeah, ones are the things... And now it's just pure creative gameness. Yes, I like that. And I like that as well. I have a... I've not got a name for it, but it's a quick fire game. Okay. So you're going to get a certain amount of time. I'm actually going to time you um, to to name as many of a certain thing. I only have three things written down, but we will continue if you enjoy it to, to, to okay. maybe five things. So in um, you're going to have to start by saying how many of this thing you think you can name in a, in a given time, right? Okay. And then I'm just going to say, okay, go and do it then. And then set ah. the timer, and then you'll have to do it. What if I exceed that amount? If you exceed that amount, then, yeah, you've got even more. Then this okay. is even better. And you're okay. Entirely won. Okay. It's not really a point score. It's just a test. Really. Test my knowledge. Okay. Test your knowledge. Fun and games. It's fun for me, and <laughs> it's not scorable game for you. So you can't lord it over me when okay. you likely do quite well. Um, where is my timer on my phone? Can I find it? There it is. Okay. So, um, I I, I would like you, Jenny, to state. Quickly, you don't have a lot of time to think about this because you might, you know, try and think of a few while you go okay. along. Um, in, in, mm, should we give you? Hmm. No. Um, <laughs> Twenty seconds. Okay. Twenty seconds. How many? Charles Lawton movies? Do you think you can <gasps> name in twenty seconds? How many? How many? I'm going to need the answer quickly <sighs> because you might be thinking of them now. Um, four. Four. Okay. So 20 seconds. Your 20 seconds begin now. Uh, Hobson's Choice. Um, Mutiny on the Bounty. Uh, Witness for the prosecution. Uh, does Night of the Hunter count? 
well, that is 20 seconds, as you can <laughs> tell by my ridiculously loud timer. Shut up, timer. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to give you Night of the Hunter. I shouldn't, but I'm going to give you Night of the Hunter. Well done. You did name four Charles Lawton movies just about in 20 seconds. What other Charles Lawton movies could you, could you have had, Janine? You could have had... Oh, the Big Clock. Uh, the Big Clock. Could have had the big clock. You could have had uh, Island of Lost Souls. You could have had uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, which we yes we talked we, about. We haven't brought up. That was on a different show that we recorded yes, today. We talked about on a different show. Stop teasing things, Morgan. Um, you could have had other things as well. Why can't I think of Charles Lawton movies now? I don't know. There's loads. There's loads. There's a, there's a lot. Private life of Henry VIII that he won his Oscar for in 1933. You could have had um, other things. I'm sure he was in the Canterville Ghost. You could have had. Oh, there's lots. I, I don't know that. I don't know what. But that well is. done. Well done. You did name what you thought you could. Okay. Ooh. Again, I'm asking the same question. Okay. Catherine Hepburn movies in 20 Ooh. seconds. Um, okay, I think I can do six. Six Catherine Hepburn movies mm. in 20 seconds. Janine, your time begins now. Uh, bringing Up Baby, Little Women, um, On Golden Pond, <laughs> um, uh, Philadelphia Story, uh, Adam's Rib, and um uh, state of the union with five seconds to spare <laughs> six catherine hepburn movies in 15 seconds well done there like i felt like it was pretty easy but on, under the pressure it was very <laughs> it was getting scary there for a minute you're doing yourself proud here and uh our third one our third one let's go for someone we do like and as well in this similar vein. 20 seconds, Sydney Poitier movies. Oh, oh. Um, uh, let's go seven. Oh, testing yourself with I know. Ah, seven Sydney Poitier movies in 20 seconds. Okay. Your time starts now lilies of the field raisin in the sun the defiant ones uh they call me mr tibbs um uh <laughs> in the heat of the night um uh uh to sir with love and uh sneakers <laughs> oh there you go with one <laughs> second to spare you could have had a patch of blue. Blue, Porgy and Bess. There's tons of things. Um, you could have had Book and Preacher. Guess who's coming to dinner. I guess who's coming to dinner. <laughs> well done. That That's a pressure one. That's a yes, pressure yes. one, isn't it? It's a pressure game, this. Yes. <laughs> it's a pressure game. Do you want to do another? One more. One more. You do one more. Let's do one more. 20 seconds. 
hmm, who should we go for, considering I've only written three people down and didn't think of a fourth person? <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's think. Let's stick with our It's a Wonderful Podcast main show favourites. Okay. Not necessarily favourites, I suppose, because... If I asked you to do Mitchum movies, you'd probably name three and be done. <laughs> what about... Ooh. 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 Mm, I don't know. I don't know who to go for. I don't know who to go for. Who do you like? Ooh. Who do you like a lot? Some anybody. It doesn't have to be an old I mean, movies. To be fair, it doesn't have to be old movies. In fact, no. Um, <sighs> no, I don't know what to go for. Now I've not written a fourth person. Okay. Down. I should have written, okay. well, we can, we written a fourth there. person. Down. No. Okay. There. Okay. What about this one then? What about this one? Twenty seconds on Jimmy Stewart movies. Oh. Okay. What do you say? Okay. okay. How many? How many do you feel confident in? Um uh five. Five Jimmy Stewart movies in twenty seconds. Your time starts now. Um Vertigo. Um, after the thin man, uh, it's a wonderful stunning shout. <laughs> after the or um, it's a wonderful life. Mr. Smith goes to Washington, and um, uh, 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 rear window. Oh, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, I mean, right on. I will give you it because it was right on time. There, I heard the window. chime after I said it. Right, right on the time. I will give you it. No shop around the corner. I mean, it's you have to when you think fast. Like oh, everything just leaves your brain. It does. It does. None of all those westerns that he did. Yeah, no. I don't think I've ever seen a Jimmy Store western. No, no. Uh, Rope. Oh, yeah. All the such Hitchcock movies. I was trying to think of a Hitchcock story ones. you've also named yes. already. Yes. Catherine. There you go. Well done. You did yourself good there, Yay. Janine. You, you had faith in yourself. Game. That was a fun and game. And you like pulled that. it off. And I'm I'm happy about that. I'm happy <laughs> my game works. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to come come correct next week with a game. Just mm. you yes. might go with your favorite oh. game. What's my favorite game? That was sarcastic. Six degrees. <laughs> oh no, I'm not good at it. I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> I'd we'll rather see. do that game. I, I I did that game because that's the kind of game I like. <laughs> that's why okay. I did it. Okay. Oh. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. <laughs> wink, wink. Okay. Well. Been a fun show today. Yes. Been a fun show. Been a hectic show. A frantic show. Yes. I mean, we had show. we had some lost time to make up for, so lots to discuss today. Yeah, a lot to bring up today. 
but very, very fun, as it always is, Janine, on Monday Madness, with Morgan and the Machine. I am Dungeon, you are Dragon. That is how today has worked. You can, of course, find this show, as well as our other shows, on the It's a Wonderful podcast feed. But if you are watching here on the It's a Wonderful Podcast YouTube channel. Subscribe, ding the notification bell up there. It'll be that way. It'll be that way when I'm pointing, won't it? Um, to, to, you know, get notified on all the things we bring out here. Morgan's movie collection is uh, going to come round flying again pretty soon. Yes. Um, Janine's still got all those screen videos out and, and there'll be plenty more stuff coming from yourself as well as our uh, reviews uh, we're doing a few watch-alongs have planned for that monday madness of course every single monday um and the whole bunch of other stuff we have here and we'll have coming to this youtube channel as well uh, subscribed in the notification bell remember leave those comments uh who do you think is the better dragon janine or dragon from shrek who is the better or dragon? fat dragon from dungeons and dragons or fat dragon from dungeons and dragons yes that's a good point as well i mean I'm, i think i'm closer to fat dragon than dragon from shrek. <laughs> so have some self-belief janine come on <laughs> have some self-confidence this is this is this is you this is not me i'm the one who has no self we can't be the same person Janine, as we discussed before you yes, can't we can. just take besties. my personality besties. you can't just <laughs> remove my own personality traits and impart them onto yourself it doesn't work i'll be putting like your half of the best friend's heart necklace in the mail if you start wearing <laughs> turtlenecks i will be furious <laughs> I'd just like to point that out. Um, we do have Morgan Hasn't Seen, and of course it's a wonderful podcast, the main show over on the uh, podcast network as well, uh, the It's Wonderful Podcast Network. If you um, are just listening to this, if you are not watching us in visual form today on this show, uh, you can find that. Uh, you can find the show. You can find the It's a Wonderful Podcast feed on Anchor, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Castbox, Amazon Music, everywhere else. Apple Podcast. Did I say that? I probably did. Um, everywhere else as well, of course. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we have you covered over there. There are links scrolling at the bottom if you are watching for the uh, donation links, the Patreon links, which are in the description if you would like to support us over there. And are feeling very generous or on social media of course you can find us on twitter at it's a wonderful one find me on twitter at the purple dawn with a three instead of the e in there because janine three is the magic number on instagram and tiktok at the purple dawn all your dragonish things <laughs> are where you can find me at Janine Devine underscore on Twitter, Janine Devine on Instagram and TikTok. If you want to get any merch for any of our shows, we have a scrolling link below. You can check the description or just search It's a Wonderful Podcast on teespring.com. We have some really fun designs, some Stranger Things designs, logos for all our shows, so check it out. And if you want to purchase any of my art in print form, you can find that at my big cartel shop, g9design.bigcartel.com. Hmm, what impression? Perhaps a silly Hugh Grant one. I, I can't that do that quite well. Yes, you, you can. You could do a better one than me. You at least have a start. 
that's offensive to me and my accent. Um, okay. I don't sound anything like Hugh Grant. You actually sound closer to Hugh Grant than I, I do. I do not! <laughs> that is actually not true, but okay. Let's go, Mets! Okay. A three! <laughs> A two! <laughs> One! I like it. I do like it. Bye! Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Let us start